Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Successful Woman Radio Show brought to you by WomenAboutBiz.net, empowering you with the tools and resources to start and grow your very own business. Hi, everyone. This is Trina Newby, your host and business success coach, broadcasting to you live this Monday, June 4th, and as always, bringing you inspiration, motivation, and ways to make your business your dreams, and your ideas, guess what, a huge success. What a beautiful Monday we have here in the great city of Atlanta, Georgia, and I'm so excited that all of you have dialed into the call. It looks like we have a full board. This is the first Monday of June, and of course, I have a brand new theme for all of this month, and I'm very, very excited about it and I want to introduce it to you. But first, let me just say I received so many messages on our theme for May, which was the diamonds are in your own backyard. So if you're interested in listening to uh, the previously broadcasted recordings of that, then make sure you go to womenaboutbiz, that's B-I-Z as in zebra.net, womenaboutbiz.net, and in the top right menu bar, look for the word podcast and click on that. And in the right-hand column, you will see our previously broadcasted shows and be able to listen to all of May's broadcasts. Again, the diamonds are in your own backyard. And I want to thank everyone who emailed me and who shared thoughts about what they had learned from the tips and resources that I shared. And I had some interesting emails of people saying that, yes, they had discovered a lot of interesting connections that they had not even thought about or followed up on, um, but of listening to the Diamonds Are In Your Own Backyard series, they are now realizing how important it is to establish the foundation of your business right in your own area. So definitely make sure you go and check out that entire series for the month of May. Well, for the month of June, we've got a great topic for you, something that, uh, again, I think is very important. As a matter of fact, it's really relevant to the five questions to generate cash in 2018. Um, As you know, I read those five questions to you on every Monday, and it's very relevant to those questions. So without further ado, the topic, our theme for this month is developing the leader in you, which is, wow, so very, very important. As many of you know, I've been talking about leadership and how if you want a successful business, then you really need to get it out of your head that money is holding you back, that you don't have the right resources. You know, there could be many factors that you say are contributing to you not having a more successful business. But when it comes right down to it, I want to let you know that the secret in having a successful business is your leadership capabilities. You must be able to drive the success of your business and grow your company to the next level. And I have seen miracles occur with businesses where women didn't have money 
to start their businesses, but they had the will, they had the drive, and they had the leadership capabilities to take their business to where they wanted it to go. And guess what? It happened. And you can find countless success stories of six-figure and seven-figure earners who all talk about starting their businesses out of their garage, table in their home, not having much money, but it was through their will, again, their drive and their leadership capabilities that they were able to build massive companies. And so what you need to understand is that you can do that too. Remember, you were all born with the ability to create your own success and to have it abundantly. And there's nothing uh, that you have in life as an obstacle that you can't overcome, right? And so it's very important for you to realize this as you move forward with developing and creating a successful business for the rest of this year, 2018. Now, as we come to the section of June, right, there are many things that I want to remind you about um, during the month of June. Um, and so hopefully you guys have your pen and your notepad out because I want to share some of these important things that you will have to start thinking about as you look at ways to grow your business, right? So the first thing you need to understand that in the month of June, June is the business world is considered to be the evaluation month, right? This is where you evaluate the previous five months and where you are concerning your finances, your sales, how many new clients you've brought into your company, uh, whether or not your website is doing its job in attracting people and having people to sign up, uh, whether or not you're generating leads, whether your marketing plan is put in place and it is doing its job. All of those things are what you should be evaluating during the month of June. So, listen, I want you to set a date this month in June, and I would like for you to set it within the first week to two weeks of June, right? I want you to set a date where you have a complete day to do not evaluate your business, which is so very key. And as you evaluate your business, what you really want to do is start gathering things that you need to take a look at, right? You want to you wanna look at your website. You want to pull out your business plan or your marketing plan. You want to look at the graphics that you're using, whether your, uh, your logo needs to be revamped. There are different things about your business that you should be looking at, and especially your finances, your sales, your clients, all of those things you want to take into account. And you want to ask yourself some really, really important questions um, about your business. You want to know how your sales is doing. You want to know, um, have, you know, have you generated new clients, new revenue? And most importantly, you want to know if you are continuously generating new leads because without new leads coming into your business, you won't be able to, to give business presentations. You won't be able to close the sale on new business, right? Or you won't be able to sell new products and services. So generating those leads are very, very important. So these are things that you need to do. There are several other things that need to go on in evaluating a business, and too many for me to take up the whole show um, to discuss it at this time. But what I do want to um, impress upon you is the need and the importance 
to evaluate your business and know where you are going. So that's the first thing I want to share that you should be doing in the month of June. Also in the month of of June, just as you've evaluated your company, you really need to start looking at your mid-year strategic plan, okay? And as you know, most, most large companies, they usually strategically plan on a quarterly basis, right? They really want to keep up with with their goals and what's going on. Um, But there are also companies that do mid-year strategic plans as well, and they will, as I have just suggested to you, first evaluate where their company has been and the results that their company has gotten, and then they're going to look at where their company needs to go. And that's exactly what the mid-year strategic plan does. It looks at where you need to go and what you need to be improving upon and what you need to do to accomplish your business goals, okay? Um, And so I can't talk enough about how important it is for you to strategically plan your business. And um, even if you are a solo entrepreneur, what you need to understand is that that does not uh, release you from the responsibilities of the things that need to be happening in your business because you might think, well, my business is too small or I'm working from home or I'm a solo entrepreneur and I don't have to do all of that stuff. I beg to differ. And this is why a lot of uh, businesses are not growing effectively. It's because they're not most CEOs, um, which are those small business owners, those micro business owners. You're not treating your businesses like it is a business. You're not giving it the due respect and making sure that you have set in place a blueprint, a growth plan for your business to to really take shape and start generating the revenue that you desire. So that mid-year strategic plan is very, very important. The third thing that you should be thinking about, okay, and this is especially important for those businesses that really can do very well during the holiday season because a lot of the services that you have, um, the products that you have, play into the holiday season. This is the time, okay, um, that you really need to start looking at your holiday campaign and what you're going to be doing for that holiday campaign because you want to be on time. Um, Usually somewhere around the September time frame, is when you will start implementing a lot of the things that need to take place in order for your holiday campaign to be on time. Remember, you only have a short window of time to really get it up and going and get people knowing about it. And so by September, you should have all of your graphics work, your campaigns. You should have your um, email funnel. And for those of you that are not familiar with what an email funnel is, It is a series of emails that when someone purchases something or they inquire, that a series of emails goes out to them. And the whole purpose of of those emails is to either get them to to upsell them, to purchase other items, or to get them to purchase something or retain your service. So that's what you're looking for. So, again, if you are planning, to push your services and your products in the holiday season or during the holiday season, this is the time that you really want to do that. Now, a special note for all of you who are saying, well, I don't know if my service or my product is related to the holiday. 
I personally feel that, yes, there are some businesses that play well with the holiday season, but even if you feel that your business is not or you felt that during previous holiday seasons your uh, your sales is really low, this is really a great challenge for you to come up and get get creative. Step out of the box and get extremely creative with how you can market your business during the holiday season. If you are a coach or if you are a consultant, there's a, a great way to market your business might be to sell gift certificates. Um, people may be wanting to give gift certificates to others, uh, relatives and friends that have said there are certain things that they need consultation for or want to do. If you are a fitness um, instructor or a fitness coach, great time to do gift certificates. Um, so there's ways that you, everyone can take advantage of the holiday season, but I'm going to let you know right now the time to do it is not in September or October because if you'll notice on the retail side, you'll find a lot of the major retailers, Walmart, uh, Target, you'll find those big retailers, they're going to already start on their websites talking about the holiday season at the bottom of September. By October, you're going to start you're going to start seeing things being put out. You'll see the Christmas trees out. You'll see a lot of things coming up. And so you want to pay attention to that. There's a reason for that. It's because you are conditioning the minds of your, your prospects and your customers to receive what you have to offer. And so September is not too early to start mentioning your holiday campaign coming up and getting in the minds of your prospects and your customers early. So pay attention to that. Proactivity, I can't tell you, ladies, how important it is for you to be extremely proactive uh, if you're planning to be in the holiday season. And so, again, uh, stay tuned because usually during July, um, August, September, October timeframe, uh, during the shows, I always give you ideas and ways that you can market your business during the holiday season and take advantage of it. So those are some of the things that I think are important as you look at the month of June as being the evaluation month for your business. So, so very important. Now, with that said, I want to also just motivate and encourage all of you that are listening that it is never too late to make money in your business before the year is over. So I don't want anyone to get that mindset or that attitude that, hey, I'm always ready at six months, my business hasn't made any money, maybe I need to just slow it down, figure out what's going on, and I'll start over on next year. That is the wrong attitude that you want to have. Listen, I have seen people generate six figures in six months. I have seen people create high five-figure incomes in six months. So this is the time for you not to have the woe is me attitude, not to be hard on yourself. This is the time for your, yourself to put on those big girl panties, snap it up and say, girl, it's time for you to make it happen. It's time for you to do something with this next six months that are truly going to count and are going to help you set up for a successful 2019. So very, very important. So as we move into the theme for, uh, for the month of June, developing the leader in you, today 
I'll be talking with you a little bit later on about 10 ways to get started with your very own personal development system. Also, our club book of the month, The Power of Focus for Women uh, by Fran and Les Hewitt. Again, get your copy of the book and follow along with us. I am indeed recommending that this book be included in your success library. And again, ladies, if you have not had a success library, I want to recommend that you keep one, okay, that you get one. Now, I know we're living in a technology age where so many people have Kindles and um, they have book readers. I, I have it as well. But there's nothing like touching a book manually and, you know, sitting down in a quiet space and literally reading and flipping the pages and reading and highlighting areas that are really resonating with you on how to improve your life or your business. And having your own success library where you can see those books in your bookshelf is very special. So don't get so technological savvy that you discount having um, manual books on your bookshelf because I buy both. I have copies of the same books on my bookshelf. I have them in my Kindle um, so that when I'm traveling, it can, it can be convenient to me and I can read them. But The Power of Focus for Women, um, I would say, is probably one of the best books that I've read in helping a woman to really gain clarity and focus about her personality, her um, leadership traits, where she's trying to take herself, some of the habits and different things that she needs to eliminate if she's to see herself grow. And so, again, this book really kind of covers – I'm going to be sharing that with you shortly, and I hope that you – um, I hope that you will stick with us throughout the show. We'll, we'll be on until 1 p.m., and I hope that you stick with us as I'll be reading, uh, again, the rest of the section, The Five Barriers, which is quite interesting. I'm sure all of you will find it very, very interesting. In the meantime, I want to go ahead and I want to go over the five questions to generate cash in 2018. Again, the five questions to generate cash in 2018. Um, These questions, for those of you that are new to the show, these questions were created at the beginning of the year, as I have been doing for the last 10 years. Every Monday, I'll read you um, questions that I came up with for, at the beginning of the year that I feel are going to help you to coach yourself, to get yourself to move to the next level. And these questions were specifically geared to assist you with um, generating cash in 2018. So here we go. Question number one, what must I do to achieve my sales goals this week or month? Again, What must I do to achieve my sales goals this week or month? I can't tell you how important sales goals are. Uh, Many of you know that I encourage businesswomen to strategically plan um, on an annual basis, and if not annually, at least every six months. But it's so important to be clear and focused on what it is that you want to accomplish. Listen, ladies, you are in business to make money. And I want you to truly embrace that and truly understand how important that really is because, yes, 
There are so many women that run away from money. I hear them say things like, well, you know, Trina, I just want to make enough money um, to do this or that or to get by. I hear a lot of negative talking when it comes to money. Um, I'm not trying to be a millionaire. I don't have to make a million dollars. I don't have to generate six figures, just a little bit. And these are the types of things that I hear frequently from women of, through all walks of life. And I realize that we all need to improve on what we think about our business on a mental level. So when you talk about your sales goals, you need to be definite in purpose of what you want to see coming into your business. And let me just say, you need more than just enough money uh, to pay your bills. The business needs money to survive, to live off of, right? So that is why it's so important that if you have not prepared a cash flow analysis, which is, um, I would say, a projected cash flow analysis, which gives you the sales coming into your business, the projected sales coming into your business, and the expenses that your business would probably have, um, this is something that you need to be thinking about doing. For those of you that are members of Women About Biz, you know that you have access to a cash flow worksheet that you can use at any time to make that happen, right? Um, for those of you that are new to the cash flow worksheet, uh, Women About Biz, we're going to be doing a series of free webinars and teleclasses between June and September uh, that I know you're going to love. They're going to help you to really take your business to the next level. So stay tuned to that. Here's question number two. Am I consistent in implementing my marketing system to attract new leads? Do you have a marketing system to implement is the first question, right? Um, marketing is so extremely important because it is the lifeblood of your company. In order for you to make money, you have to generate and attract people to what you do. So you have to generate leads. And once you generate leads, then it switches over to the sales portion of your marketing plan, which is how you are going to identify the pain points so that a person will want to purchase your product or service, right? So it's very, very important that you, that you have a marketing plan in place. If you don't have a marketing plan in place, what happens is that you are unable to track or even hold yourself accountable because there's nothing in place to do it with, right? Here's question number three. Have I identified a minimum of three new people to talk with daily? about the benefits of using my services or products. Now, ladies, this is very, very important. You know, connecting with three new people daily, I would have to say that this is something priority that should take place in your business every single day, at least Monday through Friday. For those of you who are go-getters, Monday through Saturday, and for those of you who are go-getters, instead of three new people, five new people. So you can generate between 700 to 1,200 new contacts every single year just by talking to three to five people, new people every day to share information about your business, okay? If you'll listen to some of the previous broadcasts from last month's show, I do share ways of how. So make sure you listen. 
But here's number four in five questions to generate cash in 2018. What are the business goals that I need to accomplish this week? Again, what are the business goals that I need to accomplish this week? Very, very important. Now, these aren't goals that should seem foreign to you or you shouldn't feel like you're having to make up some goals just for this week. But really, these should be goals that are part of your overall master plan for your business, and then you've taken that, let's say, that annual plan, and you've broken it down into quarters, then into months, and then into weeks, so that everything that you do is contributing to you accomplishing your year-end goals. So again, if that has not happened, then there's no no time like now to start creating a six-month plan since we're six months out from the year ending. There's no time like now to create a six-month plan for your business, and at the top of that plan should be your sales goals. How much money are you trying to generate within this next six months? And then lastly, number five in the five questions to generate cash in 2018 is, what must I change about my leadership to move my business forward? Now, I will refrain from making any other comments about this particular question because, as you know, our, our theme for all of this month is developing the leader in you, and I'm going to be covering a lot of information throughout this month that's going to help you move yourself to a leadership position for your business industry. So I hope that you guys are enjoying the show so far. It is 12:30 after the hour you are listening to no other than the Successful Woman Radio Show sponsored by womenaboutbiz.net. Hey ladies, I want to share a couple of things with you. We've had um, quite a few people say, "Hey, I want to join Women About Biz," and I see that there's no membership link up. Well, actually, we do have membership offerings. We are upgrading our offerings, and they should be up no later than this Wednesday. So, if you've been wanting to join Women About Biz, uh, we've had a waiting list for quite some time now. Um, we're getting ready to open up, and you will definitely be receiving an email so that you can see all of the new things going on with our membership offerings at Women About Biz. So we're so excited to introduce to you the many things that's happening with us. We're growing by leaps and bounds, and as you know, this year we celebrated our 18th year, um, and I'm so proud of of being a debt-free company. I'm so proud uh, of the fact that we've been able to help uh, thousands of women throughout the world uh, over this last 18 years and that we have plans for continuing to grow and help other business women, other women to improve their lives and their business. So stay tuned for that. It should be up no later than Wednesday morning at 8 a.m. and then um, you will send an email out, but just make sure that you check Women About Biz and see all of our new member offerings that we have going on. Again, the website is womenaboutbiz, that's B-I-Z, as in zebra.net. Now, I see that the board is packed out, and I'm sure we probably have many new people um, visiting us today and listening to the show, and I want to thank you so much for being here. For those of you that are new to the show, Successful Woman Radio is all about providing women in business with a positive environment where you can be motivated, 
encouraged and inspired to create a successful life, generating the income that you desire. Make sure you mark your calendar for every Monday at 12 p.m. Eastern and be empowered with information that you will be able to put to use right away. I'm so excited that you're here. Also, at Women About Biz, which is our main website for the show, if you have not um, registered to receive your free Power Talk yet, then please make sure that you do so. A Power Talk is an engaging 45-minute energetic conversation where I brainstorm with you on ways you can start, grow your business, market your business, or become the best leader that you need to be. So make sure you schedule your free Power Talk. Each woman is privy to one free Power Talk on an annual basis. So to, to do that, to schedule your Power Talk, what I want you to do is go to womenaboutbiz.net, and in the top right menu bar, click on the word coaching. And once you get to coaching, you will automatically see the Power Talk section and just click on the Power Talk picture. It says free Power Talk coaching session for women. Click on that and get your Power Talk scheduled right away. Right now we are running probably about um, two weeks behind, or I wouldn't say behind, but two weeks in, it means that we have women who have scheduled their power talk sessions, and um, the next available time frame, I believe, will probably be starting within the next couple of weeks. So we may have a few slots open for next week, so you may want to get on there and take a look at that. But take advantage of your free power talk. Um, we continuously get emails and letters of people sharing with us of how valid the information is and how much they have received through a Power Talk session. Um, it is valued at $125, and it is totally all women, so you want to take advantage of it. 12.35 after the hour, again, you're listening to no other than the Successful Woman Radio Show. I'm going to go ahead and move right into our book club, um, book of the month, The Power of Focus for Women, What Successful Women Know About the Secret to Conquering Challenges and Creating Change by Fran and Les Hewitt, H-E-W-I-T-T is their last name. Definitely look it up on Amazon or, um, or barnesandnobles.com. So I have been sharing with you from the book The Five Barriers, and the first barrier was coasting in, in your comfort zone. We talked about what that meant, beware of apathy and indifference. We talked a little bit about what that is. And we also discussed fear, right, and what happens when um, people experience fear. Um, they are feeling rejected. They fear failure. They fear being judged, abandonment, humiliation. And, yes, some people are even fearful of success, right? But now what I want to move you into is the last two of the five barriers. You see, the author talks about the fact that there are basically five barriers that tend to hold women back and cause them to lose uh, clarity and focus on what it is that they want out of life. And what she's suggesting is that we really address these five barriers. So here's barrier number four. Again, I read the last three of these barriers I read um, on last Monday, so you might want to listen to the uh, broadcast, previous broadcast on that. Number four is justifying your actions. The author says 
sometimes we don't want to open our eyes to reality because the truth is too painful. It's easier to justify and rationalize being stuck instead of making changes. Have you ever known someone who could not manage her money? Her bills were never paid on time, plus the credit cards were overused and abused. Yet she can justify spending the money she doesn't have because she's addicted to shopping, just like fun-loving Nancy, a a comic book character who always is in debt but can't seem to stay away from the stores. And so, again, I read this last week, but I want to start back here with this because, you know, um, Nancy, the comic book character that the author is talking about, always makes excuses why she can be uh, shopping and out in the stores. And she says, I'm justifying it. You know, if it's on sale, of course, I choose it. I'm actually saving 30%. If the outfit goes with something else in my wardrobe, then, of course, it has to be a yes because I get two outfits for the price of slimmer, younger, more vivacious. Need I even say it? Yes, it needs to go in my shopping cart. If the outfit is something I could wear to work, you know, a girl can't have enough work clothes, they help advance you, right? Move you up the ladder, which, of course, guarantees more money. So absolutely, yes, then I definitely need that outfit to wear. See, she says, I am a sensible shopper. And, of course, the author goes on to say that women like Nancy live in a fantasy world. This habit of justifying compulsive shopping will eventually catch up with her. She may end up with lots of clothes in her closet, but nothing in the bank. Obviously, the author says, most women don't share Nancy's compulsiveness. Justification usually shows up in a more practical situation. Take, for example, she says, my friend Eleanor. She's a successful litigation lawyer who's been in practice for 20 years. One day she told me she was bored and wanted out. She had lost all desire for her work. I was so passionate after I passed the bar. I want that back again. She shared how the work had become routine and she'd lost her competitive edge. Eleanor had a dream to leave the law firm and start her own business. Eleanor never left. When I met her six months later, she justified why she felt she couldn't make the change. The money is so good and my family is used to the lifestyle. Meet Grace is soon and John just bought that new SUV. It would be too hard on them if I was to change my career. Don't allow, she says, your justification to get in the way of making the changes you want or need to make. Change is a process. It may take longer than you want, but at least start with a plan. And I just want to add a side note here um, because I read this over because I wanted all of you to understand that many of you who are listening to the show need to make a change, you know. Um, You need to stop justifying why you're not doing something for your business, and you need to make uh, a change that is going to help you to move to the next level. And I would venture to say that some of you are in a business that you no longer enjoy or you haven't even had success as much as you would like to have with it. And maybe it's not even something that you're passionate about anymore and you want to move to the next level of your life and you want to do something new but still be an entrepreneur. But instead of changing, you're holding on to something um, simply because you're too worried about what other people think of you. 
You're too worried about what other people are saying. And so if this is you, if you're holding on to things that you know you need to let go of, you need to let go of it. You need to be willing to make the change so that the new you, okay, so that the new experiences you want to have in life can then take shape and get implemented. So very, very important. Here's number five, right? Here's number five in the five barriers that the author is talking about. Number five is putting things off. If you hadn't already noticed, she says procrastination is another major roadblock to change. Do you put things off, she says? Just about everybody does to some degree or another. Here's the crash course of discovering why we play this stressful game. Check the list out and see where you show up on it. She says people put things off because you're bored, you are overwhelmed with work, your confidence has slipped, you have low self-worth, you are doing work you really don't enjoy, you are easily distracted, or you're just downright lazy. You don't want to do it. She says Piers Steele, P-I-E-R-S is the name that she's quoting. Piers Steele knows a lot about procrastination. An assistant professor at the University of Calgary's Faculty of Management, Steele 36 has spent more than three years conducting a meta-analysis of practically everything ever written on procrastination. And she says he's poured on over nearly 700 professional papers from the fields of psychology, economics, philosophy, and sociology and has examined historical documents dating back, get this, 3,000 years. And his conclusion about procrastination is it's not procrastinating that with unrewarding tasks until it's nearly too late or worse. The deadline looms, the pressure mounts, and finally you swing into action. In the end, more often than not, the deed gets done, but the stress is draining. You swear you'll never put yourself through that again, but the vow is soon broken. Why, oh, why do we keep doing this to ourselves, she says. We know that if we should act and that failing to do so will bring us grief, and yet we do nothing when we procrastinate, it's almost always about long-term objectives, says Steele. Instead of attending to those, we go with what is more pleasurable or less painful right now. Men, are slightly, men, she says, are slightly more likely to procrastinate than women. Young people are far more likely to do so than their elders. Impulsive people are especially vulnerable because they are so easily diverted. Different people procrastinate about different things. Workaholics, for example, almost always meet their job-related deadlines, but many of them will put off going to the doctor, doing their taxes, or seeking counseling for a troubled marriage. Typically, she says people feel bad about their inaction. Often they are struggling against it, much like an addiction, says Phil. People will say, no matter what I do, I can't seem to stop putting things off saddled with the curse of procrastination, what can be done about it? Well, there are, says Steele, the professor, several possible remedies. It helps to understand the link between energy levels and delay. The more tired you are, the more likely you are to dither. So get plenty of sleep and exercise and deal with particularly aversive tasks in the morning or when your energy levels tend to be higher. Another tip is to break down those large projects into several staggered goals 
As you complete each one, you are motivated to tackle the others. Personal routines are also good. By establishing a set of steps for doing things automatically, there's less chance for diversion. And, of course, again, for businesswomen, I recommend that you have a consistent work schedule. This is one of the first things especially for those of you that don't have staff or virtual assistants, you are a solo entrepreneur, you still need to have set work hours, regardless of when those work hours are or when you can carve out that time. Having set work hours can prevent a lot of procrastination, and it can also help you to create a better workflow for your business. So there you have it, barriers. Um, and hopefully you guys will get the book and read along with us because, of course, we'll be covering some of the most, um, I would consider some of the most poignant and important parts of the book uh, for the rest of this month. So, again, get your copy, The Power of Focus for Women. It is 1245 after the hour. You are listening to no other than the Successful Woman radio show. I'm Trina Newby your host and success coach. I want to thank all of you for listening to the show today. Please make sure you mark your calendar for every month during the month of June as we cover this most important topic, developing the leader in you. So very, very important. Well, I want to go ahead and cover our, our main topic, daily personal development. And I want to talk about 10 ways to get your own personal development system going. Now, here's the thing. Do you spend at least 30 minutes to one hour daily working on your personal development? How about three to four hours weekly? Because if not, you could be experiencing hangups and implementing your goals and tasks or have a lack of focus in completing your projects. As a matter of fact, this is one of the ways to detect that you need to start working on building your personal skills. So let's first define what personal development really is, purpose of the topic today. Purpose, personal development is a system of identifying your skill sets in your life that need to be enhanced or completely developed. It is having the desire to be the best that you can be and taking that desire and putting it into action by seeking education, mentors, resources, and tools that are literally going to help you build a satisfied and rewarding life. Ask any successful businesswoman what the keys to her success are, and she will most likely mention personal development. Now, you can have a big dream, great business ideas, a deep desire to see your business succeed, but the piece of the puzzle that you need is indeed personal development. So what I want to list out for you right now are some key areas of personal development that business women have shared in the past with us at Women About Biz that they would like to improve on, and maybe some of these will resonate with you. Communications, meaning communicating better with customers, with clients, with prospects, debt management, developing their vision, exercising, focusing, um, better focus, better clarity, follow-up, goal setting, um, getting a grip on health and nutrition, implementing. You know, a lot of people 
time to take action and actually start implementing, then that's the skill that they feel they need to improve upon. Losing weight, of course, we know that this is an all-too-common um, personal development skill that most women are still working hard on. Um, moving past fear, this is a big one. Networking, how to get out there and network, develop and generate leads for your business and to develop long-lasting business relationships. Organizing, how to be a better organizer, overcoming fear. Procrastination is another skill that people want to eliminate. They want to know how to overcome that. Reading, self-confidence, speaking, um, a better spiritual relationship with God, time management, writing. These are just some of the things that women have shared with us in the past. Ladies, listen, developing yourself personally is truly going to require a total commitment and buy-in that you will evaluate your innermost feelings and be honest with yourself about areas you need improvement in. It also means that you will take full responsibility for everything that occurs in your life and know that you have the ability to change the negative and increase the positive, right? And it's so important. I like to refer to it. If any of you um, have ever uh, read any of any personal development books about digging digging beneath the um, the surface, um, one of the books that come to mind is the seven uh, seven habits of highly effective people, uh, written by Stephen Covey. He talks about the fact that we really have to learn how to dig beneath the surface, and he he likens it and parallels it with an iceberg. If you've ever seen a picture of a beautiful iceberg, take a look at it um, on Google. Google the picture of an iceberg. It's very beautiful and white on the top, right? Very very beautiful. Um, but what makes it what makes it uh, give it that whiteness is what's going on beneath the iceberg. And and if you ever see a picture and look it up on Google, the beneath surface of an iceberg is actually very dirty. There's a lot of gunk. There's a lot of things going on. And as it pushes up and, and oxygenates itself, uh, it gets bright and lighter. And so he likens that to how our lives are. A lot of us look great on the outside, and we have a great appearance, and um, we're very good at hiding things, right? But inside, beneath the surface, there are things going on that we need to pay attention to. And, of course, the goal is to become the woman who you are on the inside as well as on the outside, to have those two to balance and become one. But when you look underneath the surface, all of us have issues in our lives. All of us have things that we need to be working on. And this is what personal development is all about. And you, we can never stop developing ourselves personally. But what I have recognized and what I notice happens with a lot of women is that we are such multitaskers and we are so busy being busy. You guys know what I'm saying. Maybe some of you listening are shaking your head right now. We're so busy being busy that we really haven't breathed, right? We have not exhaled long enough to take a look at what's really and truly going on with us. Are we happy? Are we doing the things that we want to do? Are we truly pursuing our dreams and goals? Are we taking action on that? Um, are we in the job that we want to be in? Are we running the businesses that we want to run? 
Um, have we addressed our health issues? Are we unhealthy? Do we lack the energy that we even need to um, to write that book, to come up with that new business idea? So we need to be thinking about all of these things. And what happens a lot of the times is as women, and when I say women, I mean that in general, in general, um, in a general way, we have a tendency to hide from our own selves. We, we can do it so well that we can't completely forget about what's important to us, which is why for most women, usually um, every five years marks a pivotal point for us in our lives because somewhere around the fifth year, every five years, we tend to realize what we have or haven't done. It's usually when we hit like 25, 35, uh, 45, or when we hit 20, 30, 40, 50 years of age, that we begin to say, now, what have I done in my life? Uh, what have I done that means something that matters? Because at the end of the day, most women want to feel of value to themselves. And, and this I have learned so importantly learned for my own self. Nobody can validate you. Nobody can make you feel good like you. Okay, you are responsible for validating your own self through your actions and the goals you set for your life, which is, of course, why personal development is so important. So without further ado, I want to quickly go over, I'm going to go over five of the 10 ways, and then I will cover the second half of those 10 ways on next week. So here's number one and 10 ways to get started with your own system. Set at least 30 minutes to one hour in your schedule each day for personal development. Ladies, I just don't want to hear about that you don't have the time because to say you don't have time for this is to say I don't have time to invest in my own self, to improve my own self, and that's not how a successful woman should be thinking. So come on, let's carve it out. 30 minutes to one hour in your schedule each day for personal development. Number two, Create a success journal. A simple spiral-bound notebook will do. Start writing down skills and areas of your life that you would like to improve upon. And place a star or highlight the areas that you feel you need to immediately work on. Overload your schedule with working on all of the areas at once. Some areas that you need improvement, right, might require long-term development, such as going back to school or getting certified in a particular area or learning a new skill. So don't sabotage yourself by thinking you can change everything overnight. The most important thing is to get your success journal started and start looking at where you are right now. Like, what, what are you trying to accomplish in the next 90 days? Where do you see yourself? What do you want to do? And then number three, complete a personal development worksheet, um, and that is located in our members section at Women About Biz. And I, I think what I'm going to do for you, um, all of you who are listening, I'm going to go ahead and put the personal development worksheet in our Women About Biz blog. That way you'll have it available to you. So I'll promise to get that in there by Wednesday morning as well. And then number four, schedule time to complete each action that is needed, okay? So, you know, developing your personal development system is all about you, first of all, evaluating, talking with yourself, 
making your journal entries, trying to figure out where you are. And sometimes you are going to need a coach to work with you. Oftentimes what I find in business coaching and helping uh, women to accomplish their goals is that more than 50% of it has a lot to do with the personal side of life, from goal setting to improving your self-worth, you know, figuring out what it is you want, more clarity, more focus. Um, Those things are very important to women who are trying to be more successful in their business. So you better believe that your personal life fully impacts your ability to be successful in your business, and all of this impacts your ability to be an effective leader for your business. I can guarantee you, okay, show me a woman who's afraid of money, and I'll show you somebody who, had, who, who learned that habit from childhood, okay? Show me a businesswoman who says she doesn't want to start a business or try entrepreneurship again, and I'll show you a woman who feels that way because she failed in her first business and she didn't like those feelings, but it doesn't mean that she can't succeed in another type of business. So, again, you know, um, one of the things that's most important is that we all as businesswomen need to be embracing continual personal development. And then here's number five, last but not least, take notice as to whether you see improvement or not in those areas that you have listed in so very, very important. Well, we've come to the close of the show, and then, of course, next week I'll continue on with five more of the ways to get started with your very own personal development system. In the meantime, um, I want you guys to go out and get us that very inexpensive spiral notebook. Come on, let's get started with a journal um, where you can start evaluating yourself. Let's make a commitment to that. 30 minutes to one hour a day on your personal development. If you're really serious about making that commitment, go ahead and schedule it as a recurring event calendar. Well, that's all I have for today. I wish you such a productive and abundant week. Mark your calendar for next Monday at 12 noon. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.